Welcome back to another episode of CCW Insider, where you hear about the matches and stories from wrestling's last territory, Coastal Championship Wrestling. I'm Ryan Joy from MinutesToBellTime.com, a website and database tracking pro wrestling from around the world. In episode number six, I'm talking with the Florida man, T.C. Reed. We talk about Reed's nickname, his entrance music, and everything that makes Trevor T.C. Reed. Reed talks about the jobs he's done outside the ring, the wrestlers that inspired him, and his big singles match against Noah King at Saturday Night Slam. This is a great interview, and it's coming at you right now. I'm talking with the Florida man, T.C. Reed, who seems to be getting the CCW fan base on their feet singing every time he walks to the ring. He'll be facing Noah King at this weekend's Saturday Night Slam event in Homestead, Florida. T.C. Reed, welcome to the show, and thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me, sir. Absolutely. Good to be here. Well, we have to dive right in. Um, when I hear the phrase Florida Man, I, I know exactly what that means. There's a million outrageous headlines that start with the phrase Florida Man this. What is the story? You know, it, it started it, it started as a, uh, as a joke. I was like, you know what, I'm trying to think of who I am and, um, and and what I could bring to my, my wrestling, uh, my, my, my wrestling persona. Uh, for the longest time, I was always a tag team wrestler and I was always able to, to work and mesh well with different, uh, different tag team partners, whether it was with uh, Mike, Mike Monroe with Tech or, or with uh, Steve Beck. Um, and I never had to really have a singles uh, run in, a, in the longest time. And I was trying to come up with different things. And, and I was always known as that Florida guy. Like, oh, yeah, Trevor. Oh, we know Trevor. That's the, that's the Florida guy. Hey, you, you, need, a, you need a good guy to, to get in the ring and get the crowd going. That's the, get, the, get the Florida guy. And I, Florida guy just never worked. And then eventually we're going through all the, you know, as seen on TV or all the, uh, the radio um, news stories and all the blog posts about, hey, Florida man coming. You know, Florida man did this, Florida man, Florida man did that. And I was like, oh, you know what? That would be kind of cool to be known as the Florida man. And there's always that, that person. Everyone goes, oh, Florida man, who's that? Like, oh, what's he going to do? Ah, you never know. You never know with the Florida man. And I kind of like that because sometimes I personally don't know what I'm going to do next. And that's always a, you know, it's always a good sign. So you're not the Florida man who got tired of waiting at the hospital and stole the ambulance and drive home. You're, that's not you. <laughs> at least not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I was I was hoping that you were going to tell me that there was this news story that you were the Florida man, <laughs> and that might come someday. <laughs> it's coming. You know the yeah the more uh, the, the more chaos and craziness we've been getting into at CCW. You know I'm bound to have my own Florida man news uh, news headline sometime this year. Florida man becomes Florida man. <laughs> um, I'm growing the beard out and let the hair grow a little bit, a little longer. It's just, ugh, and I'm working on it. <laughs> so, um, you know, CCW fans, I think, mainly know you as a wrestler. You talked about, you know, you were a tag team wrestler. Uh, you're doing singles now. But but I know you, you've had a few different jobs in pro wrestling, pro wrestling world, not just a, not just a wrestler. So you care to tell people, you know, to about your entire wrestling background? Yeah. I mean, for the, there's a lot of hats that I've worn in wrestling and, and um, I mean, I, I've been able to do not just wrestling. I've been, I started my, my wrestling career as a referee for some events at, uh, in down in Miami. 
I've been able to do ring announcing. I've been doing uh, timekeeping, uh, bell keeper, uh, timekeeper. Uh, um, outside of the, the the wrestling event, I've or outside just inside the ring, I've been able to rent and set up wrestling rings all over the uh, the state. I've actually ran several events in my uh, my promotion uh, pre pandemic. Uh, Ronin Pro Wrestling. I was able to run uh, events down in Pembroke Pines for the uh, for a couple of years, and I've been able to uh, you know handle that that three ring circus of trying to run an event and, and get everything coordinated to do that. Um, now a lot of now with CCW, I get to work in the back as long as like a uh, as an agent and as I have my hand as far as booking and helping uh, come up with uh, matchups and different. Uh, different cards for some of the, the upcoming events, especially the breakout events. And even the, uh, I know we'll talk about it later, the Saturday night slam events. And then during the week too, um, yeah, whether we're have a show or an event or we're off that weekend, I'm here at the CCW Academy or training facility and training alongside with Gangrel and not just, you know, not just working and, and training with myself and improving my skills and everything, but also working with the, the, the young, the upcoming, uh, the greenhorns of CCW. And I would think that with all that experience you just talked about, you know, referee, ring announcing, promoter, uh, even you must have set up a ring a million and a half times. <laughs> so, so I would think all that experience you'd be kind of valuable to those. Yeah, professions. yeah. I mean, it's something I, I would recommend everybody in pro wrestling. I know everybody wants to become a professional wrestler to be a professional wrestler to be able to perform and showcase their skills in a wrestling ring. But it's very important. It's very vital to learn as many different uh, skills and different and learn different uh, um, occupations in professional wrestling because you never know what comes up. There, there have been times where I've been on an event where or on a show where, you know, a ring something with the ring snapped or or something under the ring broke or they had to fix something. And you know, with all the the amount of reps I've gotten in setting up rings on my own, I've been able to you know save some save you know some events from uh, not happening at all because I have those skills and um, I've learned from my own experiences. And I feel like if everybody goes through that, not only will you learn and you'll have a better appreciation for, uh, for what everybody does at a, on a wrestling event with all the different uh, moving parts, you know, you become someone that, Hey, I want this guy in my locker room because if something happens, not only can he go and do his job, he can go above and beyond when, when he is needed or she's needed. Sure. And, you know, it, you, you mentioned Gangrel a few minutes ago. We were, we were fortunate enough that he was on this show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I wonder, could you talk about how important it is to have a guy like him at the training facility? Oh, yeah. Gangrel, it's, it's very – I've been wrestling, um, I think I'm coming on to my 12th or 13th year of, of training and, and working in the, the wrestling business. But I started training with Gangrel back in 2017, 2018, and the past four or five years, he's completely changed. I, he, I thought I knew, I thought I, I, I know it's, you're always, there's always more to learn, but I thought I had a good understanding of professional wrestling and the ins and outs. But I mean, Gangrel has completely shook, and, or, you know, sh you know, shook me up as far as just fine tuning and nitpicking the smallest little things that I wouldn't even like come up with on my own. And just fine tune everything, and just the the short amount, just the four or five years that I've been training with Gangrel, my my in ring ability and 
and just my my thought process and and different things have definitely like you know, leaps and bounds of where I was or where I would be if I didn't have a guy like Gangrel. You know, I know everybody's so used to or, or so accustomed to you know when they think Gangrel, it's not a vampire warrior. It's you know uh, WrestleMania 15. You know, helping uh, the Undertaker take out the big boss man, but but Gangrel has been around. He's been around for a long. He's been wrestling a lot longer than I've been alive on this earth, and he's been everywhere from from Florida. He's he's gotten to work with the Memphis area, you know, uh, with the, with Lawler and Jared, and and all the the time he spent in WCW, and there was a lot of times that he spent in in um, in Japan and and in Canada and on, in Europe. He, I mean, Gangrel is definitely a, a journeyman of the the professional wrestling. So they, he offers a lot of great things and, you know, and he made it to the big times. You know, if you want to be in the big times, the best thing to do is get with somebody who's been there, who knows the sacrifices, who know the struggles, who know the ups and downs of having to, you know, you know, how to get to the, to where they were. So, I mean, you know, Gangrel being here is definitely, it's great. Not just for me, someone who's been in wrestling, but someone who's looking to get, you know, their, their feet wet and, uh, you know, look into becoming a professional wrestler. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, he, he talked about that on the, on the show. He's, you know, if you come into CCW and train, you're gonna, you're going to know how to wrestle. When you, when yeah. You, you know, he, he may not be able to, to teach you how to do the uh, 450 splash, but you're gonna, yeah. know, you're gonna know how to wrestle. So. Yeah. We, I talked about it in your, in the intro when I kind of set, set it up. You come out to the ring, huge smile on your face. The whole crowd is singing take on me uh talk about the that song what 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 made you choose that song as sort of the entrance you know i i don't know like i'm trying to think of the first time i used that song i honestly i think it might have been a joke i think somebody i think i don't remember what uh <laughs> i knew for the longest time i used to actually come out to uh oh who's like the the relax the zoolander song frankie goes yeah. to hollywood the relax song and I, and I know, I think there was one show, I'm thinking of which event it was, but I think somebody tried to rib me or someone tried to play a joke on me and said, hey, you know what, we're going to mess with Trevor. We're going to change this whole thing up. Let's, let's put him, let's put, pick a, a goofy 80s song for, uh, for him to come out to. Let's see what happened. And it was probably the best, uh, the best choice. It, it probably, whoever, they were, whoever was trying to rib me, definitely it backfired on him because I, I, I know a lot of guys, they like to use their, their music to, to hype themselves up. And, and they, they, they try to channel whatever's inside them before they get inside that ring. And my, my biggest thing is I want, to, I want to feel relaxed. You know, no pun intended about the Frankie Goes to Hollywood song. But I want to be relaxed. I want to be moving. I want to have a good time. And, you know, and of course, I want the crowd to be having a good time, too. And, and I didn't plan. I didn't, you know, as I continue to use this song in my entrance, I never intended the crowd to know the song. But for as for as long as that song's been around, and I'll tell you, any just any given day, I'll I'll get a, an Instagram uh, video or instant message, or someone will Facebook message me, and they'll be recording their their radio while they're driving to the and <laughs> Aha comes on the one hundred two point seven you know radio station. Hey, it's TC Reed. It's the Florida man. Hey, where are you going? Where are you coming? And I and I love that too because not only do they recognize it and, and think of me when I come out to the ring. You know the, the song plays in a store the song plays in their car and that's the i'm the first person they think of so i yeah. i definitely feel really flattered uh, about how this thing all worked out it's a it's one of those songs that it's too good everybody knows but nobody knows you know yeah. what I mean? it's like 
it's it's an obscure song but everybody knows it yeah oh i love it you know and everyone and for whatever everybody has to sing it no yes i remember there was one time i at the last bash or the last homestead uh saturday night slam match um i had i just it, I, it takes me back like it shocks me the, the amount of people and everybody's singing on cue and everybody's having a good time and you know and that's one of my biggest things you know I, i'm I'm not here to wrestle for, for myself. I do enjoy wrestling for myself and, and being there, but it's all about the paying fans. It's all about the everybody who comes to the event, who comes to you know support me and, and my my you know my match at CCW. I want to make sure they're having a good time too. <clears throat> all right, I dare you not to think of TC Reed the next time you see Florida Man in a news headline, and I'll bet you also think of him the next time you hear take on me such a classic song even though i butchered it <laughs> coming up in the second half of our interview we're going to hear tc reed tell us about the wrestlers that inspired him he'll also talk about his opponent for saturday night slam that's noah king that is all coming up right after we talk about a live wrestling All right, I dare you not to think of TC Reed the next time you see Florida Man in a news headline. And I bet you'll also think of him the next time you hear Take On Me. Such a classic song, even though I am totally butchering it right now. Uh, Coming up in the second half of our interview, we're going to hear TC Reed tell us about the wrestlers that inspired him. He'll also talk about his opponent for Saturday Night Slam. That's Noah King. All that and more coming up right after we talk about a live wrestling. Attention wrestling fans, the place to be each and every Tuesday is on the Coastal Championship Wrestling YouTube channel where a new episode of CCW, a live wrestling, drops at 7 p.m. Witness the hard-hitting, high-flying action that is synonymous with the longest-running independent wrestling promotion in the southeastern United States. Subscribe today and don't you dare miss it. So I, I think uh, the last bash, I think you had wrestled Fuego, or not bash, the uh, the last Homestead show, Saturday Night Slam, you wrestled Fuego del Sol. Yeah. And this week, this week you have Noah King. Talk about Noah as an opponent. Have you, how long have you have you known him, and and what what do we expect to see here on Saturday? No, I've watched um, I've watched Noah here, uh, you know, train and, and work out here over the past several months. I know for, for, for a while, for as long as I've known him, he was also in a, uh, a tag team um, for quite some time, too. And he, he's, he's, had, he's found some success in tag team wrestling. But I, I've been watching him now, now that he's sort of taken, you know, sort of the same route that I've had. He, he went from tag team wrestling, and he's trying to transition into that singles wrestler. Um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see because I know he's got a very technical, uh, I've, I've only spoken to him a few times at, at training about, you know, as far as matches and who he studies and, and what he, you know, his thought process is when it comes to, you know, becoming a pro- better professional wrestler. I definitely see a lot of technical, um, a, a, a technical matchup when, when I come, uh, when I step in the ring with him, I think, you know, you'll see a lot of the high flyers and, and the hard hitters um, at, at Saturday night slam. I think we're we're probably gonna probably gonna do some wrestling holds, you know, and get some some different uh, 
see how many times I could tie this guy up and see how many times I can get untied from him and, uh, and see what kind of, uh, what kind of fun we'll have with him. Sure. So I want to get into your, your, you know, it's always fun to talk to people about their, their origin story when it comes to wrestling. So, um, I get the impression that you you watched wrestling growing up. Yeah. And you were you're a big wrestling fan. I mean, I see it in your ring gear and everything else. Yeah. So, talk to me. Who are some of your favorites? Who are your inspirations? I mean, definitely. If we're gonna if we're talking uh, ring gear, my inspiration was uh, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage with the uh, the Florida Man TC Reed gear. I yes. mean, that that was my biggest. Uh, as soon as I that you know, as soon as uh, I came up. With the, with the idea of doing the Florida Man. And that was the first thing. I was watching some uh, WCW Worldwide uh, a few months ago, and I saw, you know, uh, the, um, sorry, it's not Seboda, Macho Man come out with a jacket and long tie, and he had the cowboy boots with the tassels. And I was just, oh, I've never had gear like that. I've never had a ring jacket like that. So I said, all right, my first, my first real ring jacket, I, I got to have something just like the Macho Man, you know, the, the Florida Man, yeah, the Sunshine State Sun, yeah, you know, come out. I can't do the voice yet. I don't know if I can do that. It might be too much. Uh, I don't want to be copying too much from uh, Mr. Savage. Oh, but a lot of um, a lot of my in-ring, um, it, it's just all over the place. You know, everybody asks, you know, hey, what, you know, what's a wrestler you watch to, you know, to, to study and, 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 you know, idolize and, Honestly, it's a different, different wrestler, a different week. My, my style or whatnot, my taste changes. It could be, you know, one week I'm watching the Midnight Express and the Fantastics working in, in uh, you know, Mid-South. And then the next night I'm watching some Lucha Libre. And then I'm watching then the following night, you know, two days later, I'm watching Johnny Saint, Steve, you know, Steve Gray and, and all the European guys working the different ins and outs of different wrestling holds and, and everything. And then, you know, you watch, I mean, I, I definitely love my, you know, my Owen Hearts, my Bret Hearts, you know, WrestleMania 10. Anytime somebody asks me, you know, hey, what's a good match for me to watch? I always, I, hey, that's the first one, that opening match to WrestleMania 10. You know, Bret and Owen, you know, nothing crazy, but it was a great story. Everything was solid. And, you know, every time I watch that match back, I always learn something. I can always find something new to watch, you know. And, and yeah, you can't, like, I try not to limit myself to to just guys that, you know, guys that I just watch or th that I can relate to. I watch guys that, you know, you never know who you're going to learn from. I'll, I'll watch a lot of the All Japan and some of the New Japan stuff. Not, and not just, the you know, what, what's going on today, but the early eight or the, the mid to late 80s and early 90s when you had the, the Kabashis uh, and the, uh, the Masawas and the Kawadas and the Akira Taways and even with the, the Stan Hansons and the Terry Gordys. I mean, I've, I'm not built like a Terry Gordy or a Stan Hansen or a Steve Williams. But, man, I'll, there, are, there are certain things that they do and certain, you know, just, just their, their attitude and their presence. You know, I might not be able to uh, swing and pick guys up as, as, as effortlessly as Steve Williams did. But, man, there, there's definitely something I could take from, you know, every time I watch a match with uh, somebody who's, you know, ha who has that, uh, just that, that presence in the ring. You know. Sure. You know, it's, it, you mentioned that Owen Hart and Bret Hart match and, you know, the, the FTR match that was on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago was, there's a lot of homages to yeah. that match. You know, because what, what's the, uh, what's the saying? What is old again is now new. Absolutely. You know, and we're, we're so, you know, I'm, I'm talking to uh, some of the, the, the kids that are signing up and, and getting ready to train and, you know, I realize I'm old, I'm, I'm 33 years old. And then, you know, I'm thinking I'm still kind of young until I realize, you know, some of these kids that are just starting to train that, Born in 2000, 2001, 
I was like, man, you guys are kids. And you look, yeah. it's like, no, nope, they're only, they're 21, 22 years old. And all the attitude error, that's old school to them. They, <laughs> oh, you know, that makes me feel old, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. The, the, that match in particular, what's interesting to me always is that it's so overshadowed by the ladder match on the same card. Yeah. Right, the Shawn Michaels and Razor match. That, that's the one that everybody points to as the big historic match. But then whenever, whenever you talk to a wrestler, not a fan, but a wrestler like yourself, they always bring up that Owen Hart and Brett match. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, my appreciation is definitely uh, uh, my, my appreciation for professional wrestling has evolved, especially now becoming a professional wrestler and stepping in the ring. There are matches that I would watch as a kid, and that's who I wanted to emulate and do all the, you know, the, the flips off the ladder, off the top rope. And then, you know, when you start to, you know, do all the flips and stuff off the top rope and all the crazy stuff, you realize, like, you know, I can't be doing that every night. Right. Especially, you know, if you're, if you're trying to make this last, you know, I don't want to be just, uh, you know, a couple years in and then planning my retirement career or my retirement tour anytime soon. You know, and and, and those matches, the, the the Bret Hart match or the Owen Hart matches, those, those are timeless because just like you said, you know, FTR was able to, you know, take take certain things and, and, and in, insert them into their match. And everybody, you know, they're nothing but uh you know, praise and, you know, compliments. And they're just, you know, telling a great story with, you know, with the least amount of uh, craziness as far as, uh, you know, high intensity or not high intensity, you know, high, um, you know, levels of possibly getting hurt or injured. Uh, but though, yeah, I mean, but those stories, you know, those ladder matches, they only last until the next guy comes in and does the bigger jump or the bigger leap. You know, it takes, you know, it takes a true, you know, a true worker, a true journeyman of professional wrestling to be able to tell a story in the ring, in the middle of the ring, just like those guys did. So, yeah, props to FTR with that match. Now, so you you just mentioned you kind of gave gave away your age and everything there, but uh, oh. and I, but you know when you talk about WrestleMania ten, you were you were quite young at that point. Yeah. So it sounds like you know you've been involved pretty much your entire life with uh, wrestling out there as a fan or as you know as a wrestler yourself yeah. was there ever a, was there ever a gap a lot of a lot of uh fans have that a gap period at some point was there ever one for you or straight um, i don't i don't know if there i wouldn't say a gap but i know you know as a kid and and growing up during the attitude era everybody you know we we all had our, our sides in elementary school where it was either wcw or sure. wwf and you know, and then as I, I grew older, I got older, I, you know, and with the Internet coming up, you know, I was able to, to learn more about Ring of Honor and learn about independent wrestling. And maybe the, I, I would say maybe during high school and just out of high school, I may have had a little bit of a gap from from watching, you know, what was on TV. And I got really into the Ring of Honor. And once, you know, my, my buddies introduced me to, you know, independent wrestling, then I found the, you know, the, the pro wrestling gorillas. And then eventually I found out about, you know, Japanese wrestling. And then I got, you know, I fell, I fell in love with the European style of wrestling. And then, you know, you just, I, I, I thought there might've been a gap. I know, I understand that some guys do have, or people have those gaps. I just fell, I, it was like quicksand. I just kept got, getting deeper and deeper into, uh, into the wrestling over the, over the past couple of years. I, I love the way, you know, you kind of described that because I, I think it's true. A lot of people may only be exposed to WWE for many, many years. And then that is something I can see people, you know, grow out of, but they, then they discover, like you said, your ring of honors and your new Japan's and it's like a whole new thing, mm -hmm. whole new thing altogether. So um, 
glad that glad that that worked out yeah. for you. So, final question: What is your message for Noah King this weekend? Noah King, I'm, I'm excited. You know, we've I'm, I'm excited to get in the ring with you one on one. We've had a few times where we've been able to to compete on opposite sides of tags and six man tags and. You know, I, I've been able to – my team has won one or two, and he's – I'm going to have to go back and check the records. But I know he's gotten some pins. So right now – or not right now, in a couple of days at Saturday Night Slam, it's just you and me, brother, and I'm ready. I've got some holds that you don't know about, and I hopefully uh, – hopefully you got some holds that I don't know about, and hopefully uh, your hold's a little bit better than my hold, brother. <laughs> but I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. All right, man. It has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, do you, anything you want to talk about, uh, your social media or anything, let people know where to find you? Yeah, if anyone wants to follow me on the, the Instagram or the Twitter machine, it's at Florida Man Reed, R-E-A-D. Um, you guys can follow me there. And of course, you know, you, you can check out all my upcoming uh, dates and all my daily activities on the Instagrams and the, and the Twitters. Um, yeah, and that's and then anything with uh, CCW, I'm sure they'll 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 have their. Uh, I'm sure you'll plug them too. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess one more thing, since we're talking about you know going out and finding you on Twitter and and everything, is there a match that you like to point people to to say this is the this is the best TC Reed match that's available on the internet for you to watch? Is there one that you point people to? Well, right now, I think that my most recent one with Fuego last month was definitely one I was very proud of. It was uh, that match was a, a one that I was very proud of. Uh, my match with Davey Richards back in uh, December at the, the Hialeah Bash uh, Unbranded Brewery that was a uh, that was also a, a great match just because of the fact that I, I wasn't even expecting to wrestle that night. And like three hours or four hours before we were, I was even getting in the ring, I found that I was uh, wrestling Davy Richards. So that was a, a definitely a big uh, fight or flight or a, you know a sink or swim moment for me because you know it was a true test of you know stepping in the ring, not just with you know somebody that I've watched and, and you know it took took you know um, was inspired by it at certain times, but you know he was a former you know Ring of Honor champion, former Impact champion. He, he wrestled for WWE NXT for some time. He's been all over the place. Um, that was a great match too. And even when I got to wrestle with Gangrel at the uh, at the very first Homestead Brewery uh, event, that was definitely a great match that I take a lot of pride in too because that was my first time wrestling Gangrel, my somebody that I've been training with and I looked up to over the past couple of years. I've never gotten to be able to wrestle with uh, wrestle one on one with Gangrel. So that was a great one, and I, I feel like uh, I'm very proud of that one too. I know CCW's been putting them out all, you know, by the time I don't know if that one's online yet, but I mean, we still got plenty of time. Maybe, maybe by the time this comes live, goes live, it might be online. Yeah, so we'll see. It's funny that you mentioned that bash at the brew where you didn't know you were you were wrestling Davy Richards. Um, it feels like every single bash. There's something, there's something that happens, you know, last minute, whether it's scrambling to find chairs or a surprise Davy Richards TC Reed match. Something's <laughs> happening everywhere. Oh, what, what's, what's that? Yeah, anything that, you know, sometimes if everything goes too smoothly, something's wrong. You know, you always expect something to go, uh, you know, that's why you always got to be prepared. That's what, you know, we, it's one number one rule when these kids start coming to events and they're, they're looking for, you know, more experience, you always bring the gear. You know, leave it in the car, but you always leave, you know, always have that gear on deck because you never know. You know, I could have missed a, an opportunity to work and wrestle uh, David Richards if I decided just to, you know, leave my bag at home. 
you know, so that was definitely a big, you know, and of course, yeah, with chairs or, or some, some kind of canvas missing or the guardrails aren't showing up or the music man hasn't come yet, there's always something, but that's always, that's what makes uh, CCW and, and professional wrestling very interesting uh, from our side of the, uh, our side of the curtain. Sure. So this Saturday in Homestead, Florida, Saturday Night Slam, that's May 14th. Uh, CoastalChampionshipWrestlingFL.com is where you can get your tickets. It'll be the Florida man, T.C. Reed, squaring off against a bit of a rival in Noah King. So do get your tickets and get down to Homestead, Florida to see that match this Saturday. Once again, thanks a lot, T.C. Reed. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, brother. Absolutely. Well, that's our show, and thanks so much for watching and listening to CCW Insider this week. And thank you also to T.C. Reed for joining the show. He was a great guest. Even I enjoyed singing Take On Me during the intermission there, although I, I would less call it singing and more call it butchering, but you get the idea. Uh, as mentioned at the end of last week's show, we do have an interview with Ariel Levy coming up, so please stay tuned for that. Drop us a comment on who else you would like to see on the show and follow us on social media. I'm Minutes to Bell Time on Facebook and Instagram and Minutes to Bell Time on Twitter. Be sure to watch a live wrestling every Tuesday on the CCW YouTube channel and follow Coastal Championship Wrestling on Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next week. You have been watching CCW Insider, produced by Minutes to Bell Time in association with Coastal Championship Wrestling.